0: Welcome to another edition of Who's Better Baseball? The podcast where we answer a simple question on each show. Who's better at baseball? I'm your host, Ryan Fickelstein, managing editor at JustBaseball.com. And we are going to begin going through each wild card matchup. We have done written previews on the site for all four. I'm going to have four videos today breaking down what's about to take place in these three-game series. We begin with the first series that will... Launch, which is the Texas Rangers versus the Tampa Bay Rays, and as many of you might be watching or listening to it, the series probably already started, and that's the fickle thing about the wild card round—is it can be over in an instant. Two games, you could be out of the playoffs. It's better than what it used to be, where a team like the Tampa Bay Rays, who went out and won 99 games, could lose in a one-game playoff to the Texas Rangers. And be done, and that is how the old format would have panned out. Because these are the top two wild card seeds right now. Although, if there was a third wild card seed to play for, who knows if uh, a team like the Blue Jays were pushed a little harder for it. It Does not matter. Let's look at this matchup. Who is going to win? Well, Elijah Evans wrote an article at JustBaseball.com about this series and. One of the things he broke down is the season series. The Texas Rangers won the season series four games to two. But if you look at the breakdown, it was a split in the sense that the first series, the Rays won two games to one. And then the second series, which, was t- which took place in Texas, the Rangers swept. So in Tampa, the Rays won that series. I don't think there's much that can be taken from that season series. Not enough games. And ultimately... It was essentially a split in the sense that each of the team found, teams found a way to get a series victory. Game one is fascinating to me when you look at the pitching matchup. Tire Glass now versus Jordan Montgomery. If you told anybody, I don't know, three years ago that this was the matchup, if you look back in 2021. You said, oh, there's going to be a point where Tyler Glass now starts a playoff game against Jordan Montgomery. First, you'd think, oh, well, because Jordan Montgomery is a Yankee, but now that's not what's going on. Jordan Montgomery went from Yankees to Cardinals over to the Rangers. But even the beginning of this season, maybe, if you talked about a pitching matchup between these two, everyone would say, oh, Tyler Glass now, this stuff is nasty. He's clearly the guy that you're going to take to win a one-game playoff, or in this case, you know, a game in a three game playoff series. Jordan Montgomery? I really don't know though. Okay, you look at the season stats and they're close enough. Tyler Glass now made 21 starts, pitched to a 3.53 ERA, 1.08 whip. Jordan Montgomery, 3.20 ERA, and 32 starts. He was a little more available. But you look at the last couple of starts, as Elijah points out here. In the past seven starts, Tyler Glass now has pitched to a 4.12 ERA. He took a loss in three of those starts. Jordan Montgomery has just been consistent start over start throughout the season. So, when I look at two teams who have really good lineups I do wonder if Tyler Glass now is the pitcher that could not be on for the day. Could end up giving up a lot of traffic and maybe who knows Corey Seager gets the big hit or Adeliz Garcia, or Marcus Simeon, and the Rangers get up early on the, the Rays here, and Jordan Montgomery, yeah, he might give up some hits throughout. Maybe there's a solo home run that he allows, but he finds his way to a consistency, gets to a quality start where he gives the Rangers six innings, gives up two runs, and survives. And I feel like that's a distinct possibility. Game two is where this thing gets interesting. Okay, so Zach Eflin has been announced as the starter for the race. Uh, he's got a 3.50 ERA this season, 1.02 whip. Has some experience last year pitching deep into the playoffs with the Phillies, although that was coming out of the bullpen. Well, now he's got an opportunity to make a start and to face the Rangers, which he didn't do at all this season. The Rangers, at this point, don't have anyone listed. Now, could Nathan Avaldi be the guy? possible um, you know where else are they going to go if, if he's not available Dan Dunning that's the thing for me that drops off is the Rangers don't really have any other starters now okay you could look at the Rays and say how good are ethel and Savali but I also look at the bullpen and say the Rays are going to figure it out in that bullpen they're, they're, they're going to be able to put together some type of coherent plan to get through and they have more postseason experience, if not on the roster, because there is some general turnover when it comes to their pitchers in particular. But the manager, Kevin Cash, like they've been at this for a while. This is the Rangers first rodeo in a while. And you look at their bullpen and, you know, they got some arms that you can trust. You know, Will Smith, I think could fit into that category, but he had a 4.40 ERA this season. His expected ERA was much lower. Uh, Jose Leclerc has sort of been the guy down the stretch for them, 2.68 ERA. Aroldis Chapman is a massive wild card. I wouldn't count on him, right? So, I look at the raised discrepancy in the bullpen and look. Elijah didn't see this the same way. He actually had the Rangers be able to have more pitching to hold up down the stretch, so that. The Rangers win this series in three. I think it's the other way around. I think the Rays are the team that's going to take this one. I think Jordan Montgomery might take Game One, and then over time the Rangers going to, you know, do their best to to wear them down. U- ultimately, though, as we'll get to here in, in a second. It comes down to the offense. Now, when you look at the lineups, right? The Rays are missing some pieces. There's, of course, the Cloud that's hanging over the team with the Wander Franco situation. He might not ever play for them again. Uh, you have Brandon Lau who won't be available until maybe later in the playoffs. Jose Siri, Luke Raley, they're trying to work their way back as Elijah notes in here, but it's not necessarily clear if they're going to be there. You still have you know Randy Rosarena who's you know, a proven commodity when it comes to big time games. Yandy Diaz, Isaac Paredes. You know, Manuel Margot, Harold Ramirez. Like, there are guys around that can make something happen. And they, of course, have the top prospects that have come into the fold. Junior Caminero, Curtis Mead, who are trying to help deal with some of those injuries. But the Rangers are a more known commodity in the lineup. I mean, that maybe that's why Elijah picked them. Because, look, I think if you're looking for a guy that can carry a team through a series, particularly a wild card series, I mean, Corey Seager is that guy. You look back at the 2020 playoffs granted fans weren't there but he's a big reason that the Dodgers won that World Series so i think his experience is going to come up big here and it certainly is enough along with you know having guys like Marcus Semien, Elias Garcia and you know, Evan Carter's been awesome coming up speaking of top prospects who have you know taken the league by storm i mean he has been fantastic you can see why the Rangers would win this one. I think it does come down to that offense. Ultimately, I think the Rays are the team. If you're trying to now change the question, if we say, all right, the three-game series, kind of a crapshoot, who knows who wins it, which of these two teams has the best chance to make a deep run? I think at that stage, I probably lean Rays because I just feel like, they're a franchise that will find a way with their pitching a little bit better. Um, with that said, I, I think both of these teams are, are going to be carried on the back of their offenses. And with that, hot bats can carry you and, and you know, generally don't win championships, but they could get you through a couple of rounds. And I think that is a distinct possibility of happening for either of these teams. Ultimately, I think the Rays are better. I think the, the Rangers sort of faltered down the stretch. They had a little bit of a collapse. mean, uh, look, they, they actually, it is weird because they, they had the division all season. They started to really fade, okay, in, in August. And then September, they got hot again to the point where they had a division in their hands. And they lost three or four to the Mariners to close out their season. And I'll tell you what, from personal experience, you see the Mets Mets flags behind me. You know, last year the Mets won 101 games, but what happened at the end of their season? How did they end up not winning the division? Lost to a division rival, the Braves, who took the division. They won the season series. And then that really proved to be the difference. And then it carried over. I would not be surprised at all. If it carried over for the Rangers were the fact that they ended up losing the division on the last day of the season based on a tiebreaker that allowed the Houston Astros to grab a division that they held all season long and now once again for the sixth consecutive time in a full season is the Astros who won the ALS. I just feel like that's a bad omen for what's going to happen to the Rangers in this round. But hey, I could be wrong and if I am, let me know in the comment section as always. Thank you for uh, watching Who's Better Baseball. Check out the other three series preview videos and all of the written series previews. You know, the, the videos, of course, here on YouTube and on the podcast feed and all of the written stuff at justbaseball.com.